Welcome to the Strategic Aesthetics Beyond the Physique podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Woodyard. Whether your goal is to dominate the stage or reach a healthy body composition, it comes down to a culmination of habits. Here we're going behind the scenes to see what these habits look like in real life. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 of Beyond the Physique podcast. Today I'm here with our new official co-host. It's the first time she's heard it. It was a conversation we had, but we're just feeling it out and throwing it out there and see how she responds. So welcome, co-host Shelby. What an announcement. Yes, I will gladly take that role on. Welcome, everybody. Awesome. So today we're going to talk about the end of the year, that fourth quarter, the final stretch, um, the holiday season, the hustle and bustle, all that, how to navigate that. Um it is a tough time for a lot of people. But before we get started, let's talk a little bit about our week. How's things going for you, Shelby? Uh, things are going pretty good. This is actually my first week back in the gym in four weeks. Yeah. I had a bad sinus infection, and then I unfortunately slipped a disc in my back sleeping on it wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't um, had the opportunity to lift and kind of move my body, but this is the first week that I'm back and I feel so grateful. That was such a humbling experience. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, things are going pretty good now. Back into a routine. Yeah, that was that was a tough time for you. Um, I definitely had to fight you on spending some time off. Yes. Um, Which my body honestly needed it. Yeah. It definitely, like my, I was telling you the other day, my muscles look more defined now after four weeks off than they did when I was lifting because all my inflammation went away. So yeah, we're, we were just reaching a point of a whole bunch of stress and it was time to uh, pull back a little bit. And honestly, I think that injury was kind of a blessing in disguise because it forced your ass to take some break. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, that was a very humbling experience. And it just made me so grateful for the times where I can stay in my routine and I can move my body. So I'm I'm yeah. all good now. I'm back. <laughs> right. That's so awesome. Back in full effect. Obviously, we're going to take a little light on the hinge movements right now. And Correct. Keep, keep those keep those discs in place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but done a little bit of rehab and, and stuff like that. So um, my week over here, we got people going into prep. Um, super exciting. Got some natural shows coming up um, in the beginning of the year. Um, I love it. Yeah. Everybody's so. going to do so good. I'm yeah. so excited, especially for the first time competitors. It's such an exciting experience doing yeah. your first show. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I'll throw it out there. Sarah, she's, she's in prep. And when, she came to me. We initially talked about doing um, this past Lieberman show, but her and I decided that a, a true off season would set her up so well for this prep. And now we're seeing that we're only a couple weeks into it, and it, everything that we're trying to do just happens, you know. So she looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited. So, um, and that's not you know the only one. There's Gabe. There's Taylor. Um, we got a lot of people getting ready for 2024. So I'm excited. Um, all right, so the holiday season, um, it's a time where stress is high um, and your normal routines type to get tend to get thrown off. Um, and without an actual plan or an active, like, um, intentful actions, then it's easy to see your goals slip away. Like I was saying earlier, you, you can lose all beginning nine months of progress in the last three months if you just let it all go away. So... Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay super 
restricted and you can't enjoy time with your family. So uh, in the holiday season and towards the end of the year, um, what are some struggles that you've noticed with yourself or some clients, Shelby? Yeah, so um, my clients and myself, I guess, both kind of in the same boat, the weather change just completely knocks people off their feet sometimes. And I've noticed it, especially this year, I think because I haven't been able to stay in my routine the last four weeks because of my back. Um, I've noticed that the weather has affected my mood and my motivation and I kind of just want to lay around and it's really easy to get cabin fever. And I talked to a few of my athletes about this too. You have to force yourself to go because it, sitting in your house and feeling sorry for yourself and not wanting to go out in the cold isn't doing anything for you. So just go take the hour, go get your lift in or walk or do something to move your body and set yourself up every day. Like realize that the last few months of the year are going to be a grind for sure because of the weather and all of the holiday events and things like that. Um, but you just have to get through it because in January, how do you want to feel? Like, do you want to feel, um, accomplished? Like, oh, I got through the last few months of the year without, you know, feeling like total trash. And I did what I was supposed to do consistently, even though I enjoyed a few days here and there with food and all that other stuff. Or do you you want January to roll around and you realize that, oh, I just blew the last three or four months completely and now I feel awful and I kind of have to start back from like where I was in August. It's just not a good feeling. So just really try your best to stay on track and um, make your time with your family and like all the food that you're eating enjoyable while you're doing it, but try not to let that drive you, right? you know, and kind of move your goals around. Something right now I think a lot of people deal with is like expectations and, and social pressure. So when you go to... Um, like I, I just had breakfast with Megan's dad the other morning and I mean, it was out of, honestly, wasn't out trying to be disrespectful or anything like that. But he asked me like, Oh, are you eating normal now? Like, and like, what do you mean? Am I eating normal? Like I always eat similar foods. I always eat for my goals. My goal is not to get like stage peeled right now. So that allows me to eat some things at this breakfast diner, but that doesn't mean I'm just going to go throw away all my goals and just eat. Nor- no, because I don't want to look like a normal person. Like, have you looked at normal? No, that's not that's not me. Like, Isn't that so funny how different people, like, view habits? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, I understand. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not going to pull out a food scale at breakfast, but I'm – but I'm also not going to order 12 pancakes and drench them in syrup. And Yeah, I'm still going to come within my, you know, my, right. my targets. So. And you know what is so crazy? I feel like that comes from an education standpoint, too, because once you know what certain foods do to your body, you, like, realize how they're going to affect your day and your week yeah. and how they're going to make you feel later. And I'm not saying you can't enjoy pancakes every once in a while, but like for me, when I got to breakfast, I'm like, wow, I'd much rather have like egg whites and whole wheat toast and things like that that are actually going to benefit me. Right. And I think something to pay attention to, especially right now is how do you feel like four hours post making that decision? Like whatever it was. So like, if you're at the family event and somebody pressures you into an extra piece of pie or something like that, like 
How do you feel after that? Like four hours later, do you feel like that was a good decision or do you feel like you let yourself get pressured because analyzing that and then allowing that to help you with your future decision-making is pretty important. That's something that I work with a few of my athletes on is talking about your future self. So how do you think that your future self is going to feel after you make a decision. So if you're going, I'm not saying you can't indulge in a piece of pie, you know what I'm saying? But don't eat six pieces of pie and then four hours later feel sorry for yourself. Like, right. you, you know, think before you make a decision, just think like, oh, how how is this going to affect me in a few hours or tomorrow? And if you're going to do it, do it guilt free. Don't let the guilt eat you alive, but just realize that you're the one in control and you're the one making that decision. So if you're going to make it, do it and live with and that doesn't mean are. that you can't ever have pie. Like, so I will, or, or whatever food it is that you're craving, I'm just using pie as an example. So like what I'll say is if I've been nailing my diet consistently and my, my protocol allows for a free meal, then I'm going to enjoy the meal that I want because that's part of just living a healthy lifestyle is it, you don't have to be perfect all the time, but I'm, I'm following a planned cheat. Um, and what I'll say is sometimes those are my best workouts the next morning. You know, if I go have a big cheat meal, like yep. Thursday night with the wife or something, Friday morning, I'm feeling great. But I feel good about that decision because I refueled myself in a time that, like, I'd already been on track. Now, if I had fallen off track all week and then I had that meal, then my digestion's going to be off. Like, I felt like... We had pizza the other day from this place that we don't normally get. And I had a, a normal, I, I stayed within my ranges, but I felt like I had a hangover the next morning. And I that was, there. yeah. And I feel like another side of it with the holidays too, like I have a couple athletes in um, cut phases right now. They're not going into prep, but they're just, we're doing a body recomp. And we talked about how hard it is to kind of cut around the holidays because a lot of people are, you know, quote unquote, bulking and trying to build muscle, whereas these people are trying to cut body fat and you're around all those foods all the time. But um, the one girl messaged me and she was just an anxious mess. She's like, I don't want to cheat on my diet. I feel so good. I'm like, well, then don't. You don't have to do what everybody else around you is doing if that's not what you want to do if you want to enjoy your thanksgiving enjoy your thanksgiving i gave her the go-ahead you know we're in a really good spot for her to have a cheat day it's fine but if that guilt is going to eat you alive and it's going to make you feel worse then don't feel pressured from the people or the circumstances around you to cheat on your diet so i feel like that's just another way of looking at it too around the holidays don't ever go seeking the respect of others before you have the respect of yourself. And I would say respecting yourself is going to bring the respect of others, but you'll lose your self-respect when you're trying to seek respect from others. So that was deep stick to your own plan and like what truly makes you happy. Yeah. And the one answer that you can give to anybody that will kind of shut them up is I'm doing this because I want to. Exactly. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Yeah. So like, did you, do you, do you want this extra piece of pie? No, I, I genuinely don't want it. No, thank you. Like I, or I had 
for example, Thanksgiving, we had our nice plate. I had a little bit of everything. I hit, you know, obviously double serving a protein, you know, got to get that in there. Uh, <laughs> but when I was satiated, I stopped. And then, you know, family's going to continue to, did you want this? Did you want that? You're done eating already? Like, yeah, I'm full. Like, you don't have to eat either. Like, nobody. But what I just explained is like, no, I am full. Thank you. And that was the end of the conversation. Um, it's interesting around the holidays to see people's habits and people's patterns play out. Even because even if it's people you're not around all the time, you can see on Thanksgiving and on Christmas and on the days that you see these people, what their habits look like in their daily lives. And I just sit there when it's like the people that I'm around and I'm just my wheels are turning the whole time. Like, oh, man, yep. he's had four plates. He's been full since the first one. Like, what is this? Do- what's, <laughs> what's this dude doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is super true. Um, so the expectations of others is definitely something that's that's pretty t- um, troublesome. Um, also, I mean, time management. So there's going to be more things and more family events. Um, and ultimately, you should not be missing those things so you can go to the gym or so you can cook your meals. Yeah, the gym isn't something that should hinder your life. It's something that yeah. should add to it. And I feel like this is where a lot of people get almost nervous about it is yeah. they're like oh if i make this lifestyle change and i put the gym as a priority to me like i'm gonna miss out on so much and it's like no it's meant to enhance your life it's meant exactly. to give you the energy to be able to do more of those things so even if it means you have to wake up an hour earlier during the week to get a workout in like do it it's yeah. going to benefit you almost immediately yeah absolutely and there is nothing to say that you need to be working out six times a week. You can make a ton of progress on three to four days a week. Um, it's ultimately about finding something and being consistent with it and being honest with yourself and your coach. Yeah. And coming up with a, a plan. Completely individualized. Not every single person has to hit six days a week to see results. I'm on a three or four day program. Since yep. my show, I've been on a three and four day program. And I've loved it because it's been really good for the stress that I'm experiencing outside of the gym for my life right now. And, you know, if you can keep stress low and you feel like hitting an easier workout six days a week is something that keeps your mental health in check, that's great. But it really is very individualized, especially around the holidays, because everybody's got different stuff going on. It honestly comes down to time management Mm -hmm. and prioritization and pre-planning. Like, these Christmas parties, they don't take all day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, your workout should take 45 minutes to an hour plus drive time you know what i mean figure it out you have time to do it if you want to you will you know what i mean because i would be willing to bet that you have at least an hour of screen time on your phone per day that's just wasted time and that is like everybody and that's a pretty minimum i would say most people have probably more than that like three to four hours yeah Yeah. so (laughs) honestly it just comes down to planning out getting ahead of it if you need to switch your workouts in the morning you just have to be a little bit flexible and and plan around it um but having holiday events is not really an excuse um to just completely fall off i agree um so the end of the year i like to it kind of separates people so this is a time when the weather's colder, you're not wearing as tight of clothing, you're not going to the pool. Um, it 
seems to be a time where people slack off. Um, and I like to, to bring this analogy to um, like a fourth quarter football team or like a wrestler that takes over in the, in the third period or, you know, the boxer in the, the last final period. This is not a time to just let up. This is the time that's going to distinguish you yourself between you and the other people that are trying to reach your goal. And this is a time for you to get ahead. Now, it's never you versus somebody else. It's always you versus you. But this is the time when most other people are slacking off. So, Yeah, I agree. And it's like you said, it's really, really easy because the weather is so just crummy outside. And it's so hard to be like, oh, it's 10 degrees out. I can't wait to start my car and it head was to the 17 gym degrees when i went to the gym this morning it's horrifying but you know what i did 10 extra minutes of cardio i let myself warm up warm up yeah see holy shit <laughs> like start your car earlier drink your coffee on the way to the gym like you can make yourself comfortable you don't have to be miserable for the last four months of the year just because it's cold outside but you're right like it is you versus you but I mean, are you going to show up for yourself or not? Like, you just put work in for the last eight months. Are you really going to let all of your progress slide in the last four months because the weather changed and you're feeling a little bit of that seasonal depression and, you know, you're stressed out because the holidays may be stressful for you? No. Show up for yourself because if you don't, January is going to roll around and you are going to hate yourself. It's going to yeah. be miserable. And then you're going to be waiting for the first of the year to fix all these things when you could, you could be six months ahead if you just didn't quit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, like we've talked about before, like self-confidence comes from setting personal goals and following through with your own word. And the more you follow through with your own word, the more you're going to be confident in setting future goals because you know you show up for yourself keep the promises you make to yourself absolutely okay so this is also a time where i think some people um maybe they reach a point of burnout in the gym um or basically like goal fatigue like they've been chasing this fitness goal for so long um so this is a time that i like to allow for some more food for most athletes if you're able to set yourself up to do so um, but if you're experiencing burnout then this is a time where you can basically reduce your cardio time um, and work your food up just a little bit to set yourself up for a future cut um, but basically there's different routes that you can go in your training if you're experiencing that around this time it doesn't always have to be a diet it doesn't always have to be an intense growth phase um, but sticking to some kind of routine will set you up for, for the new year. Yeah, and um, I agree with you completely. Just because it's cold out doesn't mean you have to be pile-driving food and, like, have this very goal-minded, you know, like, I can't, I can't go to this Christmas party tonight and enjoy time with my family because I have to be up because blah, blah, blah. This is a time to be more relaxed. So if you feel... And that doesn't mean don't show up, like you said. Right. It just means, you know, taking an outsider's view and being like, okay, holidays are stressful for me because X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm going to 
be nicer to my body, I'm going to go from a five-day program to a four-day program and allow myself that extra rest. Or, you know what, I do have that goal fatigue. I'm going to just hang out in a maintenance phase for a couple of months and let my body recover, and then I'll reevaluate in January. It doesn't always have to be something. And that's kind of where a coach can come in, in my opinion. They can give you that outsider view and be like, hey, Here's all the factors that are going into what you're feeling, what you're experiencing. Like, let's take a step back. Let's reevaluate and, you know, give give an outsider's perspective. Like, you're telling me you got finals week this week. We got Thanksgiving and you've got, like, I don't know, your dog got sick. And do you think you need a six-day training and six-day cardio? Absolutely not. (laughs) No. That is way too much stress. You can only recover from what you can, you can only benefit from what you can recover from. And it's so easy for people to get in their own heads with that. Like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Like I can't, I can't miss my six day training program and six day cardio program because my dog got sick and I have all these other things going on. And it's like, yes, yes, you can. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Okay. Well then the other option is remove all of the other stressors in your life and only have training as a stressor. And I just feel like that's not realistic. It's not. <laughs> it's um, really not. <laughs> uh, you can't really do that. So you kind of, you know, we have to adjust training with the other stimulus in your life. Um, so big challenges of the holidays are like the pressure from peers or family, friends, um, the time management aspect, the seasonal depression. Um, those are a lot of things that... I think most people deal with to some degree. Um, but in my opinion, having a coach and following through with yourself um, can really offset a lot of that. Um, and then having a realistic mindset on like what your goal is and like what you can do to achieve that. And what I mean by realistic is not like saying that I'm going to eat perfect over the holidays and I'm only going to eat on meal plans um, when you know that that's not completely feasible because you're setting yourself up for for failure there so bodies at rest stay at rest and bodies in motion stay in motion so if you use the momentum from the first eight months of the year to get yourself through the last four even if you are just hanging out in the maintenance phase and keeping a routine to keep yourself on some sort of track to where you want to go fine like but use that momentum don't slow down just because it's the last four months of the year like keep pushing through because in january you will thank yourself for it absolutely okay so ultimately let's let's summarize some key factors on how to get through the end of the year time management time management absolutely is huge stress management i mean those two kind of go hand in hand yeah granting yourself some grace making a plan yep and communicating if you have a coach communicating with your coach because they're going to help you through anything and everything that they can in their power to keep you on track because a good coach wants that for you yeah and i think the final thing is uh focusing on you on how you feel after Mm -hmm. you make decisions and then analyzing that and then using that data for future decision making um is pretty crucial so all right that wraps that up for the end of the year 
uh, final quarter, final stretch podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Keep pushing on. Only a, only a few more months of cold left. <laughs> yep, that's it. And if if you uh, are looking for a plan for yourself and looking for, for some help on how to navigate the holidays, obviously reach out. Um, you can find us at strategicaesthetics.com. Our applications are open. Our DMs are open. Thank you, everybody. Have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Physique Podcast. If you enjoyed this and would like to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Trevor W. Training, on YouTube at Strategic Aesthetics, on Facebook, Trevor Woodyard, and you can also apply for coaching at strategicaesthetics.com.